0: On this episode we discuss Devil, the scariest elevator themed horror movie since The Lift. Welcome to the Flophouse,
1: I'm Dan McCoy.
0: I'm Stuart Wellington. And here he
1: comes, your, fa- your pal and mine, Elliot Kalen. So That's Elliot, me.
0: you're back. You were gone last week. I was I, gone last week. I assume you were overcome with excitement because of uh, NBC's The Cape. Oh, I was so excited. <laughs> that was why you missed it. I was excited
1: about the show, I was excited about their marketing campaign where they draped capes over statues in New York. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. I was I was livid when, upon walking past Prospect Park in Brooklyn, there on the stately statue of Mister Stranahan, the man who made the park possible, was a cape cloaked yeah. over him.
0: And then you you went and you beat Christo to death, and it was only later <laughs> that you discovered that it was not him.
1: <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs>
2: it's- Luckily, you uh, you went into Christo's history, and you were like, you know what. He committed some kind of a crime yeah, and he, he deserved being murdered yep, by you.
0: That's he, what killed, he killed people with umbrellas. Yep. So.
1: He did kill one person with an umbrella. No, I'm not I'm not joking. So he's the in a way, Christo is the closest the real world has come to the penguin. <laughs> because <laughs> yes, he, that's true. he accidentally killed someone with an umbrella once. Notify
0: the art world and write a thesis about that. <laughs>
1: um Salvador Dali was obviously the joker. Um okay. Yeah. The Riddler, I'm going to say Jasper Johns. Who was Clayface? Clayface was August Rodin. Okay. Who was uh, Killer Croc? Killer Croc was Jackson Pollock. The Riddler? The Riddler. The Riddler. I think Jasper Johns. Uh, or maybe Penguin. Re- Maybe Renee McGree. <laughs> I said that, that's what we started <laughs> with. <laughs> uh, okay. Poison Ivy was George O'Keefe.
2: Okay. Ra's al Ghul?
1: Ra's, Ra's al Ghul probably uh, – ooh, that's a tough one. Two-Face. Two Face <laughs> was uh, who's who's a really hideous looking artist. Uh, Dracula, <laughs> not really a Batman villain though. They did fight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, well. so we had some laughs tonight. Uh, see you later.
0: <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait that, not not
1: <laughs> not. hold on.
0: Let's talk about a movie though. G.E. Smith,
1: strike up the closing music because it's the, the goodbye no, no, credits. No, 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 So we can all hug each other. No, guys,
0: guys, we watched a movie together. Did we? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was, what? You've probably forgotten it already because it was a sleek 80 minutes long.
1: Yeah, less than that if you don't count the credits.
0: Yeah. It was um, like, a, like a Masters of uh, Horror episode. Except mm-hmm.
1: there was no mastery and no horror.
0: <laughs> it was a movie about uh, a devil on the elevator.
1: And it should have been called <laughs> – Devil on the e- elevator. <laughs> it was. This is a movie called Devil. Uh-huh. It should have been called either Elevator or Devilvator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or Ella Devil or something like
2: Devil Vader, like Darth Vader. Yeah, Ella Devil.
1: Ella Devil is like
0: a cartoon character, like the daughter of the devil.
2: Yeah,
1: that's a good point. But it should have been called Hell Vader, hmm. and, and that,
2: it, I think that would have let people guess who the identity of which uh,
0: elevator occupant was the devil. But doesn't that imply that the elevator is hell? It's
1: which
2: just an know, elevator's but... taking
1: them to t- to hell. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's like uh, the uh, that movie, uh, the, Angel Heart. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Movie. The movie <laughs> "Elevator to Hell."
1: Well, there's "Elevator to the Gallows," mm-hmm. the French crime movie. There's "Exit Through the Gift Shop." There's Exit through the gift shop. There's "If It's Tuesday, This Must Be Belgium," <laughs> or whatever that movie's called. These are all. There's "Casablanca." <laughs>
0: These are all movies with places in them.
1: There's, let's see, "City Lights" has "City," "Public Enemies," <laughs> "Public Enemies," and "Public Enemy." Okay.
0: That's two list-making digressions in the first ten minutes of this episode of The Flop House. Obviously, we loved <laughs> the film. So, Ellie, you're back from your vacation <sighs> and, and let me ready tell you, to l- Let me tell you,
1: I listened to the uh, Killers uh, mm-hmm. podcast and was horrified at, what it take you, a half hour to summarize that movie? Well, that's not bad mouth, our our fine guest, King Lou I'm Fernandez. I'm not blaming the guest. You guys have been doing this for years. Okay. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Wait, did we do a podcast without Elliot? Uh, yeah. You yeah. did, yeah. yeah. What was it about? It was Killers with Catherine Ashton
1: Kutcher Hagell. and Catherine Hagel.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think you're making I-O! this
1: <sighs> And also, uh, who was it? Burt Reynolds? Tom Selly? Tom, Tom Selly. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> the other mustache. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, Okay, devil. Here's, here's the thing. It's a very simple plot, so hopefully this won't take too long. Yeah. Five people... Get on an elevator. <laughs> what <laughs> it a, sounds like a hilarious joke. Oh, it's it's like like, a joke. Like, Look at, watch him go, it, dude. Yeah. Three men, two women. There's a security guard, a mysterious, quiet, tough guy man, hmm. and an irritating talk, talk a mile a minute mattress salesman of the women. There's an old woman and a young woman. That's the extent of their character. You got a nice mix. Yeah. You got a mix of people, it's, and the security uh, guard's black, so a it's like, a, a nice cro- Whitman sampler. It's a cross section of America. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh well, Philadelphia at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And takes place in Philadelphia. I was
2: hoping for the Philly Fanatic.
1: <laughs> ben, Rocky. Ben Franklin. <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> it would be such a better movie. An elevator where Rocky, the Philly Fanatic, and Ben Franklin are trapped. Ben Franklin's trying to invent his way out of it. Rocky's trying to punch his way out. The Philly Fanatic's is trying to keep them
2: going. And he yeah.
1: climbs onto a novelty-sized uh, like tractor and rides around. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, we know it's Philadelphia because the opening credits show us a cityscape of Philadelphia upside down. What does that it's mean, like, Dan? Yeah, what does it mean, Dan? Because it means nev-
0: that they got tak, Fujinum- tak Fujimoto to do the cinematography. And uh, that's one thing I have to say for this movie is that it looks much better than the movies we usually watch. That's true. It's, it's a, a pure... bad movie, but it looks yeah. nicer. The, the cinematography level is uh,
1: crisp and sharp and atmospheric. And do you think that was helped at all by the fact that M. Night Shyamalan did not direct this movie but instead produced it, right?
0: Uh, it's possible. The length is certainly helped by that. <laughs> like he would have stretched this out to two hours easy. And this
1: was it's this was produced by M. Night Shyamalan's company, which, which is what – called what? The Night Chronicles? Mm.
0: I, I, I don't know whether that's the name of his company or that's just what he's decided to call this series of movies – that uh, he has come up with the stories for. This is apparently
1: the first in like three
0: of them, I well, think. Well, let
1: me tell you, they are off with a bang, <laughs> yeah. starting with the winner, not. Oh, wow. <laughs> Copyright Wayne's World. <laughs> so these five people are in an elevator. Um, the elevator stops. Cha Oh, no, they're trapped. They immediately lose their shit. Uh, let me tell you a true story. Monday morning, I was trapped in a subway tunnel for almost two hours. I was on a train, my regular ride to work. The train left the station, got not all the way to the next station, stopped. Someone must have pulled the emergency brake or the emergency brake went off by accident. Train was knocked a little bit off the tracks, couldn't get pulled back. They had to bring another train in to pull it back into the last station so we could all get out. This took almost two hours. At no point during that time did anyone scream at anybody else. Try to kill anyone. There were no blows traded. Nobody revealed any dark secrets about themselves.
0: Now, Elliot, I'm going to back you up on this story. Uh, this Monday was Martin Luther King uh, Day. So what you're saying is that you are a racist. No, I'm saying that my boss is a bosses are racist and I work. had to
1: work on Martin Luther King okay. Day. Okay. Well, you
0: heard it, for, you well, heard it, it here
1: was, first. Well, perhaps it was Perhaps
0: the, the ghost. The Daily Show Maybe is it was racist. The
1: ghost of MLK yeah. pushing the, the train off the tracks. <laughs>
0: Anger that you were not honoring him appropriately.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anywho, um So let me just say these was, people. Are, wait. Yeah. I'm going to stop you right here, Elliot. <laughs>
2: Okay. Was there a devil on your subway train?
1: <laughs> if there was, we never found out because he was probably irritated because he was trying to get to an elevator somewhere <laughs> yeah. uptown. Yeah. Oh, I've got people I'm supposed to be killing in, 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 because of their sins in a roundabout way. So there's five people in this elevator. The elevator stops. They instantly turn on each other. Suddenly, the lights go out, and one of the and one of the women, the young woman, uh, light when the lights go on. Her back is all bloody. She thinks something bit her. Oh no, she's been attacked. Which one of the people in the elevator did it, they don't know. Suddenly the people in the elevator start dying one by one. Meanwhile, we saw a person – before the credits, someone jumps to their death out of this very building, and there's a police officer investigating that. He gets pulled into the investigation of this elevator, which the maintenance crew of the building and the security guards of the building, one, take incredibly not seriously. Mm -hmm. They're literally watching people go crazy on the security monitor in a stuck elevator, and they're like, "Huh? I guess they're really going nuts in there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's what happens. People get scared in elevators. Anywho, and they've got one maintenance guy who apparently runs everything for this at least thirty-nine story building. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's like at least three security guards. <laughs> they have they have two security guards in the front desk, two in the monitor room, and then one maintenance man for a skyscraper. Yeah. A building that literally is scraping the sky, there, bloody there. and raw. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there are uh, there are whole floors on this uh, on this skyscraper that have not been cleaned. Yes. Have not been, you know, like computers have been down. You know, it's 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 a it's a mess. Well, there's a also, skyscraper. like
1: here's what usually happens. I feel like when an elevator shuts down, they open the doors for the floor above the elevator. Everyone gets out of the top of the elevator and they climb out through those open doors. Yeah, Die Hard taught us anything. Yeah, in this one, that is not apparently not possible. Apparently, there are no elevator doors between the. Thirty eighth floor and like what the second floor, so the firefighters have to come in and start literally drilling through the well, walls. They,
0: they do address this. It's an express elevator, so they don't. Uh, there are no entrances apparently. Uh, oh, I missed that part. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: But uh, it is. You were still, probably talking about you know the day you had. <laughs> I
1: it, was probably just I was biting into a madeleine at the time, so I was just remembering <laughs> things that happened in my past when my family was younger. It is. It is strange,
0: however. Uh, they they do uh open the top of the elevator, but then like that's abandoned like uh they
1: could climb out climb out and they decide uh, that's not worth they their decide time. that's not uh, the way anyway go. it, the uh one of the security guards is Hispanic, so that means he's a devout Catholic, mm-hmm. and he believes that the devil he is. He believes the, in El Diablo. Yes, he saw on the on the security monitor there was a flickering. Isn't that like a
2: sandwich that gives you heartburn? And <laughs> <Yep.
1: laughs> participating realtors, yes, <laughs> sure. or retailers, the participating realtors probably also <laughs> give you sandwiches. <laughs> I guess at their open houses. <laughs> it's part of our century 21 spicy sandwich program you buy a house and you get a free sandwich six
0: inch, six inch sub
1: or you buy a six inch sub and you get a house in this in this housing market listen
0: yeah
1: and he's uh so he saw a flickering image on one of the screens of what appeared to be i don't know what a yelling face like a bloody face i don't know
2: yeah it's a face Face. Face. I think it's Sam Neill from... Yeah. Uh, from from Event Horizon, Horizon. <laughs> after he rips yeah. his eyes out? Yeah, Spoiler alert.
1: Spoiler alert to a movie from 1997 <laughs> that you're not going to see.
0: <laughs> it might be Bob from Twin Peaks. It's not clear. Yeah, it
1: could be anybody. <laughs>
0: Bob from Twin Peaks. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, we're you're going... mixing universes. Come on. <laughs> I thought we were doing out-of-date references. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what was it? Oh, so the security guard assumes the devil is at play. There's been a, this kind of... In the fields of the Lord. (laughs) This occasional narration from that character, but we don't know it at first, explaining that when he was a kid, his mom told him the devil would sometimes toy with people before Mm -hmm. taking their souls to hell. He would wear Prada. (laughs) Every choice we make leads us to this moment when the devil takes us and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, guess what? Yeah, it's the devil in the elevator. That's what happens. It turns out everyone in the elevator has a sinister crime they committed and – the police officer who's involved is a recovering alcoholic because years ago his mother – his mother – his wife and son were killed in a hit-and-run accident. Uh, and so he's overcoming that. Is the guy who committed the hit-and-run in the elevator? Spoiler alert, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it is – h the people in the elevator die one by one. Which one of the people in the elevator is the devil? Could it be the black security guard? Could it be the young guy? Could it be the old woman? Well, Which one is it going to be if you were making a movie?
0: Um, If I was going to make the movie Legion, the devil would be the old woman.
1: Well, also in the movie Devil. So, and uh, at the last minute after much non-scary horror. I'd
2: I'd, I'd normally assume it was going to be the security guard because that would be a role reversal because he's supposed to be protecting us. you know? (laughs) He's the security
0: guard. Well, Elliot also guessed the security guard because he's a racist because he didn't go to – you didn't stay
1: home on MLK Day. Yep, so. that's exactly what happened. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, this is a good meme to run with that I'm a racist. <laughs> you try to make me out to be some sort of militia <laughs> that's terrorist. right, I forgot. You were an anti-government <laughs> militia nut yeah. with hooks for hands. <laughs> anyway. Um, what sauce for the goose? It's- <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that one. Okay, so everybody dies. Everyone dies except... One guy. The granny? No. The granny is the devil. Okay. <laughs> except the guy who killed the cop's Granny's family. the devil would
0: be a better title
1: for the
2: movie too. The guy who, that title's already taken.
1: The guy who killed the cop's family confesses his sins over a walkie-talkie so the devil can't take him anymore. Mm-hmm. He's being taken away at, by the cop who is being taken to the police station by the cop whose family killed. And the cop says, that was my family. And you know all these years I've been thinking of what I was going to say to you. But you know what? I forgive you and the narration reminds us that if the devil exists that means god also exists. Oh and also we see some of the worst police work in the history of yeah. movies. <laughs> Good night everyone. Good night. That's devil, a trim 78 minutes of crap. <laughs> um, so this
2: was this was a horror movie, right? Yeah.
1: It's supposed to be, but okay. it's not.
2: So it's a horror movie that begins with a bible quote.
1: Yes. Always a bad sign. <laughs> if
2: you're watching a movie and you see a bible quote open up the movie, probably a bad sign.
1: Yeah. Especially well, a horror be. movie. It hmm. Well, i must I'm, be something, but I can't think of any.
2: I'm not against if it's a western; it might be okay. Okay, yeah. But if
1: it's a horror movie,
2: automatically going to be bad. <laughs> then, not, then there's ag- a whole bunch of this. Fuck. As you were mentioning, narration, like you have this narrator telling us all about, uh, you know, How the Jesus magic and shit, and like telling us what we're going to see, like why we should be scared of an elevator, and it's so irritating and not scary.
1: Yeah. Sorry, it's not scary when a movie tells you why you should be scared.
0: No, I was just going to say, like, I, also, I don't mind a horror movie ending with uh, some hope. Like, I, like it should be hard-won hope, but I, I like yeah. a horror movie where people actually come out on the other side. There's, like, too many nihilistic horror movies, I feel like. but uh, But I don't like horror movies where it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, you've actually been sort of – yeah, people. A benevolent force has been looking out for you this entire time, or like something like like ghost stories, where it's like, oh, you know what? The ghosts are just uh, confused souls who need to be laid to rest. Like anything, where it's like
1: I'm footprints on the sand. I was carrying you. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs>
1: the harsh horror, horror story of walking on a beach
0: with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like you shouldn't walk away. I think with, from a horror story, being like,
1: oh, that's a nice uh, that's a nice Sunday school message for me. Yeah. Yep. You made me – I forgot about the part where you reminded me about the – as to help back up his case, mm-hmm. the security guard notes that mm-hmm. kids fall down all the time and almost hit their heads on tables. Why don't they hit their heads on tables more often? Yeah and also he drops a piece of toast on the ground and it lands jam side down so he says oh no by the way (laughs) i assume it's part of there's a mini kitchen (laughs) we didn't really find out about that smuggers has an office in the building well that's like the most the most interesting part of the movie for me was the maintenance guy is going through like the tunnels underneath the building and he sees a raccoon for a minute i was like how raccoon get in there yeah. and i really would have loved the to devil. just i wish Heart the movie i wish the camera had then panned over the raccoon and then the next hour was just that raccoon <laughs> going about his business washing his food knocking over trash cans That'd you be know adorable
2: <laughs> would he have like a little like like a little raccoon style house down there like
1: i would love that like the fantastic mr fox but better
2: yeah and there's like a little like a little rat that
1: has
0: like a newsstand that he sells the, <laughs> and he could be like a he could be his his job could be a robber because uh, yeah. raccoons are are the robbers of the animal and kingdom, and there's a
1: cranky old possum they who wear funds his robberies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they knock, and they steal from trash cans.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I just thought it was uh, apparel based. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's partly apparel. Apparel. <laughs> I mean, it's not They're a... not wearing masks for real.
2: No, that's that's not it's just
1: the a... coloration around the eyes. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I thought that was a mask they wore. <laughs> they can't sew.
0: <laughs> I
2: was wondering who's putting those
1: masks on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they don't have opposable thumbs. So. so they
1: did. They got them little little hands. Uh, anywho, so he he drops his toast and it falls jelly side down. He goes, "Oh no, it never falls jelly side down." So the movie that's not true. The movie's proof as to why there is a god and the devil is now in effect is one: kids never hit their heads on tables when they fall, which is not true. Happened to me. Two, well, that's good. but the devil was around when that happened. <laughs> I must have. Well, I'm not a believer, so that must have okay. been it. And two, uh toast never falls with the jam side down
0: yeah well this is just a test this is it looks like uh you know it's like uh in ghostbusters they have the uh (coughs) uh, pke meters meters. (laughs) sure and so like this the similar thing for the devil that's at least toast (laughs) you jam it up (laughs) jam it up (laughs) You drop it. Just jam that sucker out.
1: <laughs> just jam the shit out of it. If it lands jam side down. <laughs> devil. The devil. At least I the mean, PKE the, is the is is the thinnest veneer of science. Like just dropping jam on. The, but it's also it's based on a fallacy. The idea that toast never lands jam side down, which it does all the time. Well, but
0: that's when the devil's around. <laughs> <laughs> Where I, Elliot, you should have had some jam and some toast when you were stuck on that train. Just to test and just see if the devil was there. The devil was probably behind all that. Yeah. There
2: was someone wearing Prada. Yep. Where do you get the uh, the whole j- the jam toast thing? Is that in the Bible?
1: <laughs> I think it's in yeah. Ma- I think it's in Matthew. Sure, the book of Matthew. <laughs> Matthew ten jam. It's in it's con- in, it's in <laughs> condiments chapter, chapter ten verse jam. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's weird. But it's um, uh,
1: it's oh, it's a dumb movie. The yeah, there's a lot of robots.
2: there's a lot of the security guards telling the maintenance guy to go up
1: and down and up <laughs> and down. True. It feels so bad for the maintenance guy. Um mm-hmm.
2: it's it's a
1: movie where whose name is, whose name is uh, Dwight. Dwight, yeah. And they I know it is because they call him by his name every time they talk to him.
2: Now, if if you were gonna tell me that I was gonna watch a movie about a bunch of people stuck in the elevator and like the devil haunting them. I would imagine more of the movie would be shot in the elevator. Like you'd try and build up the claustrophobia of being stuck in this in this space and yeah. like basically getting to know every inch of their confines. But any chance of this claustrophobia is taken out by like you know going to see what this police officer is doing outside of the building or yeah. What are these security guards doing watching this amazingly high definition security camera?
1: <laughs> What's going on in the lobby? You never feel trapped. Yeah. You know. Which would be the first thing you think you'd do. Exactly, yeah.
0: Speaking of the lobby, I was very distressed by uh, the fact that the police officer tells them to evacuate the entire building but not to let anyone leave. So we are to believe that the entire populace of this uh, skyscraper, again, scraping skies, as you said, (laughs) uh, fits within
1: the lobby. comfortably comfortably in comfortably in in the lobby. That's the thing, even if you had like. The elevator is getting crowded and then you at least move to the lobby. Oh, good. Then the lobby is filled with people and people in the lobby start getting – feeling claustrophobic. You could have had different kind of levels of claustrophobia moving – like no area is safe. You're enclosed. A riot almost breaks out in the lobby. Mm -hmm. Exactly, but everyone's very docile and mm -hmm. every – it's one of those movies where – They're docile until
2: the – Old security guard who accidentally electrocuted himself stumbles in, stumbles in like trailing like a smoke cloud.
1: <laughs> but even then, they deal with it pretty easily. Like everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Oh well, that's over. And, like, yeah. well, his his smoking body is still there, and he's smoking hot. <laughs> but uh,
0: well, they were excited because they knew that they were gonna have a luau. They were gonna <laughs> they're gonna just pull some meat right off the bone. Wow, long,
1: long pig. What? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, it's a movie. It's one of these movies where. There's never any complication that's caused by the plot. The only thing that stops everyone from solving the problem is their own incompetence. Over well, and over, the and over again. The,
0: the devil is the is the antagonist. That's magic magic he has, helps. And he has
1: magic. But like you never get the feeling that like this cop is really good at his job and he just and there's just too much complication and too much difficulty. It's always like, This is a bad cop. He's not very good at his job. Like, no one. they should have just sent people to get these guys out of the elevator earlier, like yeah. and also all the scares are of the the lights go out and you hear a lot of like smashing sounds and then the lights go on and someone's dead you know
0: yeah well i want to address that in a moment but but the converse of the uh the bad cop though is like the ridiculousness of this uh highly religious uh security guard security guard where he's the character who's there to make huge leaps that no one would you know, he's like, okay, there's a face on this uh, security tape, and people are getting mad at each other, so the devil might, must be around. <laughs> and obviously the way to combat the devil is to get these people to face up to their uh, own flaws and uh, maybe become better people. And
1: uh,
0: I don't know. I don't think, they, I don't think the security guard saw anything to support these wild <laughs> surmises. But that, again, uh, this
1: is the guy who thinks that the jam, toast falling <laughs> jam side up is, is a sign that God is watching out for us. I have to say, and if like if God is really looking out for most pieces of toast with jam on them, just give it. We don't need it that bad. Elliot, just his his feeds, eyes on
0: the sparrow. Listen, so he know, I know he watches toast. But
1: there are huge problems like in Haiti or you know the Sudan that he could go help with instead of watching out for the toast. <laughs> He's busy with toast. <laughs> and kids
0: and tables. And kids and tables. Yeah. Everyday miracles, Elliot.
1: That's just another ordinary miracle today. Yeah.
2: It's like a Ann Getty's calendar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyday miracles. Kids magically transmuted into fruit
2: <laughs> and it's bugs. It's beautiful.
1: It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. I always imagine they, 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 them doing it like in a, a TV show about Ann Getty's and like it's very mysterious the whole time and then they reveal at the end Ann Getty's is a giant baby. <laughs> You've learned the horrible secret of Ann Geddes
0: I would like to see a calendar where the um, The insect babies are feeding off of the fruit babies
1: It's a scary calendar because the idea that you could just crack open a watermelon and find a sleeping baby inside, (laughs) it's frightening. Yeah, what are you supposed to do in that situation? I – well – Well, you throw it out. The the first thing you do is you get rid of it. Yeah. Maybe take it back to the market and ask for a refund. Yeah.
0: You can't take that baby to the police because they're not going to – they're not going to – it's gonna be like a devil situation. They're not gonna buy your story. Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure You found it
1: in a watermelon. Oh, did tell you? me another one. Who <laughs> oh, the other one? had? Yep. Because the guy who found the watermelons also Irish. Then <laughs> I assume that you know,
2: watermelon's a- a very common Irish fruit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got to assume that like Emerald the farmer's
1: son was masturbating in the fields <laughs> sure. and that somehow impregnated the watermelon. <laughs>
2: okay. It's like a Brothers Grimm sort of thing. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a woman pulled a watermelon. She she landed on a watermelon. Okay. <laughs> it had landed gone up it on inside it. her, and an egg had somehow made its way into
1: the watermelon. Well, the eggs are like one cell. Yeah. And they start, so it could easily slip in through the, the cracks of the shell of a watermelon. And
0: then the baby just fed on the so, sweet watermelon. The vine, juice. I think.
1: I don't yeah. think it's called a shell. Yeah, yeah right. What you, you don't call it a watermelon shell. <sighs> Crack that shell open. Let's have some watermelon. <laughs> oh baby. Some hard-boiled watermelon.
2: <laughs> I think. I think uh,
0: the next Night Chronicles movie should be about babies and watermelons. <laughs> yeah, baby, melon babies. <laughs> I mean, we've basically de- we've described the Cabbage Patch Kids guys. <laughs>
1: yes, you're right. But that was babies with cabbages on them. Yeah, completely different.
0: Do you think they're... Legally uh, different. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I, what I was going to say about the lights going at it and up, it's... I don't know what the... Like, the devil's M.O. is so strange to me in this movie because it's like... It causes he, trouble. He seems to be really keen on killing them. He's like Michael Moore. Them, He just goes uh, in and,
1: like, goes into a building and messes things up for the yeah, business.
0: But he's, like, killing them uh, Agatha Christie, ten Little Indian style, I guess. I guess, you know, like, the devil's getting off on sewing discord uh, among he the... He likes to
1: toy with mortals.
0: yeah. But then at the end, as we pointed out –
1: She? Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. The devil in the movie is a woman. And there's that movie, The Devil is a Woman.
0: But at the end, as we pointed out, she uh, reveals herself to the last survivor, giving him a chance to redeem himself by asking uh, the devil to take him instead of the woman. And then confessing his sins. Confessing his sins, which later gives uh, the sinned against a chance to forgive him. And uh, I don't know why the devil would do that if the devil was perfectly happy just killing everyone earlier in the film.
1: Because the devil realizes the movie is almost over. Okay. And he's got to do something – she's got to do something different. This is part of the elaborate chess game. Well, the they even like – But there's yeah. even that, like, uh, that
2: voiceover point where they they're play like, like – And pong? the last victim is always murdered in front of the person they love the most. Oh, yeah. Um. So maybe – yeah, yeah, yeah! They totally did that. Yeah, voiceover. to make cynics out of us. That's why they explained why that that mm-hmm. that like the guy's fiance showed up right in the, right
0: at the very end. Yeah, right. You know the one with all the tattoos on her neck.
1: Yeah, the girl who played the fire. So yeah. what
0: you're saying? <laughs> so what you're saying is um, that uh, voiceover was just there to paper over <laughs> holes in the plot. Yes, I would say yes. Just yeah, explain arbitrary rules so that the movie could exist.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's the. I'm assuming the main point of the the voiceover is a to cover over any plot holes, and b try and tell us why we're scared and like try and build up the tension of certain scenes and that otherwise to, would be really boring, and,
1: and to explain the rules of this universe. I mean that's papering over the holes, but and a more positive spin to put on that would be just to explain the rules of the game. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. by, directed by Gene Renoir, <laughs> but they like. <laughs> The uh, But yeah, it's – he's supposed to be – at first it seems like he's just building the tension up like, my mama told me the devil comes for people. And it's like, mm-hmm. yawn. It's like the around. beginning of Legion too right?
2: Uh, Wasn't there a voiceover yeah. like my
1: mama always said,
2: magic yeah, that's devils right. will kill me if I'm – Someday
1: God will decide to get rid of all the people and wipe them out. And I said, OK, and then it did and then it didn't because it's movie <laughs> Legion. <laughs> that's another movie that took itself way too seriously. This one yeah. takes itself very seriously. Yeah, for as silly as it is. It is a movie about the devil <laughs> killing people in an elevator. That's the elevator. Like, That's it like is a silly premise. old elevator. At first it seems like it's going to be a movie about how quickly we turn against each other. Uh,
0: but it isn't. <clears throat> yeah. The devil seems pretty powerful uh, just magic-wise in this movie, and yet it, it needs to draw people together into a confined space for easy slaughter.
1: Yeah, well, he's... He can't just pick off people. <laughs> it's just more convenient that way. Yeah. It's
0: like, oh, if I can make an excuse for all these people to come to this one building, I can, it, my, yeah, my it, afternoon will be off. It's like, well, if I it doesn't I can, have to travel as much. If I, yeah.
1: It's like... I could go to all these stores or I could go to Target and get all the stuff I need in one stop that'll take less time yeah this is
0: why this is why the mom and pop devils are getting killed off
1: <sighs> it is a it is a movie that tells you that if uh the devil needs to trap you before it can get to you, you know mm-hmm. they're very powerful with maybe there's maybe okay. I'm re- maybe I'm reading too much into the mythology of the movie Devil. Okay. Maybe it's, pos- it's postulating a universe with many different kinds of devils with powers or controls over different areas. Mm-hmm. This is maybe the de- different elements. Exactly. One of those elements, elevators. Okay. Or perhaps vertical travel.
2: So that would be a elevator
0: bender. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, he's an elevator bender. Exactly, which gives him the power to stop elevators and kill people in elevators. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, Elevistopolis. So it's like that. Uh, it's like that uh, book, The God of Small Things, but the reverse.
1: Yeah, the devil of elevators. Yeah, right. the devil of small spaces. Parentheses, particularly elevators. So, and what was the significance of the suicide at the very beginning? That they never really explained. Oh yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk a moment about this because. Uh, so um, that's also wait. There's a the movie opens with someone jumping to their death out of this building. They jump through a window. There's a big hole there's a big hole in the window, huge, size of a person. And the maintenance guy is like, I'm just up here fixing this hole in the window. They don't put two and two together that someone jumped through the window till later, right. even though there's a suicide note right there that yeah. they find that they read later in the movie.
0: Well, speaking of that suicide note, I wanted to say um so there's an actress in this film, Caroline De, Caroline Deverna who I have a crush on from the she was on the show Wonderfalls and she has Eesh. literally <laughs>
1: Three lines in the whole film, but she's in. But she's in. She does a couple different things. One, she stands she around wa- the corner. Sh- she walks by. Uh-huh. Another time, she's standing there drinking coffee. Yeah. And the third time, she finds that letter. Right. I, I kind of understand your crush now. But uh,
0: sure, she's, she's good at. She only letters. gives.
2: She only gives you little bits. Like, yeah. oh she yeah. Doesn't
0: overstay her welcome. Teases you. But um, <laughs> but her character <laughs> talks to the main. Detective about this uh, suicide note. And she's like, sure, eyebrows, this, widow's peak guy. Isn't this <laughs> weird? This uh, this note ends with, I can hear the devil's footsteps behind me. Isn't that strange? Usually uh, suicide notes are either rational all the way through or crazy all the way through. and But she somehow thinks that ending a suicide note with, I can hear the devil's footsteps behind me is a crazy way to end a suicide note. Someone who's going to kill themselves... Uh, and presumably feels bad about something <laughs> in their suicide note in that way, and that 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 piques her interest somehow. She
1: she seems to think that she takes it literally instantly. Yeah, like if you read a suicide note, this now, is a
0: world where everyone believes the devil except for our
1: main uh, hero. <laughs> uh, that if you if he you, starts you, believing in like halfway through though, he starts yeah. picking it up eventually. If you read a note like that, or like even if you re- if someone sent you an email and was like. Oh, like gotta uh, go. devil's you, footsteps are behind me. Or like, you know, God willing, this will happen. You're not gonna be like, that's weird. Like, why would she start talking about God in this in this yeah. email? Like it, like people use metaphorical language all the time. You know, but especially if it's their last n- words on this yeah. earth. people, yes. people well, never try more, to be
2: overly flowery or creative in their final. There's moments. more than
1: one way to skin a cat. What are you doing, taking the skin off of cats? No, no, no. I'm just and I'm it was just an expression I was using. Oh, okay. Oh. Never mind that. I'm a forensic scientist. (laughs) Yeah.
0: She has a disease where she takes everything literally is what you're saying. Yes, I think so. But yeah, I don't know that we have unless – How's that communicated? Kissing, yeah. Like mono? Yeah. Okay.
1: Or tongues. Gross. Tongues are communicated through kissing. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) You, with a girl? doesn't care for kissing. Mm -hmm. I only
2: do it through a dental dam.
0: (laughs) He only does it Eskimo style.
2: (laughs) Only does it through a Hoover dam. What's that with – By only eating meat, or? (laughs) Yeah, there's pemmican involved.
1: (laughs) You have to be very cold. (laughs) You lay down. only on a dog's load. You lay down (laughs) a
0: thick layer of whale blubber.
2: (laughs) I'm with you. And slide towards each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It involves using a spear and scrimshaw.
0: Okay. These are all
1: stereotypical Eskimo-y things. Wait, we're not done, and and they have 400 words for it. Yep. <laughs> and done. Uh, well, the yeah, we we never find. I don't think we ever found out why that person committed suicide. It was like they needed a shocking, like a shock, to start the movie, so they have someone plummet to their death. But then the, it was like it was left over from the happening. Kind of, yeah. yeah. They they just it just forget about it. It didn't <laughs> like They just like,
2: got done watching the happening, and we're like, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this, this is the height of human creativity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see anything else. It'll all be downhill from here. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Have you guys seen the internet video on uh, YouTube where it's that scene from The Happening and every time a body falls, it's Rainy Men plays for like a couple seconds? That's
0: pretty good. Thank you, YouTube.
1: Nice work, YouTube. Right up there with the Different Strokes video where they put scary music over the over the opening credits so it looks like Conrad Bain is kidnapping two children. It's the best video on, on YouTube.
2: I saw this one where...
1: (laughs) Was there a a cute cat involved?
2: Oh, wait, you already saw that one? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay, that was good. (laughs) So, guys, uh, I think we might have covered
1: What else is there to say about Devil? Um, I would say M. Night Shyamalan stick to your day job of directing, except he makes bad movies as a a director, too.
2: This felt like an M. Night uh, Shyamalan movie. Yeah,
1: it did. Let's I don't know what uh, else to say. Uh, uh, There's I'll, a twist kind of. I will kinda. say that movies where the point of the movie is that everything is part of a larger plan and every choice you make is leading you up to a pre, pre, uh, predetermined moment, I'm not a big fan of those.
2: Yeah, I don't find them that scary because, I don't know, like I, – I don't know, like the idea of like I'm only being killed because I did something bad. Like that's stupid. Like I'm not, I didn't do anything bad yeah. so I'm not worried about a devil
0: well, coming you, and murdering me. You know you're blameless
1: and, and, and innocent as the newborn driven lambs. <laughs> yeah, is, absolutely. The,
0: the rain should fall upon the uh, the good and bad uh equally. Is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And by rain I mean devil elevators. <laughs> <Yeah>. Devil elevators, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's do our final judgments. Was it a, a good-bad movie, a bad-bad movie, or a movie you actually <laughs> Hella devils. kind of like? <laughs> Hella Devils. Stuart, what Devil you, Hell. What's your final uh, words on this?
2: Well, the movie was really fast. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't like this at all. Uh, I I particularly don't care for horror movies that seem to actively try to make itself not scary, and this
0: movie was that type of movie. So not scary, not good, bad. I'm going to... We've seen so many bad, bad movies lately. Uh, I might be grading on a curve, but I'm going to say that for me, this was a good, bad movie because it did zip along. um, Except for all the boring parts,
2: which (laughs) there were legion.
0: Yeah, but it was was like 70 (laughs) minutes. Except for the movie, it's very short. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the cinematography was nice, so it wasn't a pain to look at. That's true. And you had a crush on that one chick. Yeah, and she was around on the corners, and there were ridiculous (laughs) things like uh, the jam
1: test for Devils. Yeah, so. <laughs> that sounds way funnier than it is in the movie, though. Yeah, so,
2: and there was a raccoon. You thought that was cool. Uh, that
1: was, you like oh, that part? That was me. I was oh, wearing, I got you. Both wearing glasses. tonight. Sure. <laughs> Ellen, what do you have to say? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It's a yeah. It's a bad, bad movie, but not quite as bad as some of the other ones we've seen recently. Uh, I'd rather rather watch this than the last Airbender, but uh, it's still a bad, bad movie. You know. I was. I had high hopes that it would be a crazy, silly movie, but it turned out to be kind of boring. And like, there's a few silly things, but not enough of them. And
0: maybe we should have done. Silly, maybe though.
1: we should have done Gooby after all.
0: Yeah, we were talking about doing Gooby. I'll look up the trailer for that, people. Um, <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe, What's maybe, a maybe Gooby? We still do
1: Gooby. It's a six-foot like six like bear with the voice of Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Hi. It's Dan here. If you like listening to The Flophouse, why not visit us on the web at www.flophousepodcast.com, where you can find show notes, videos, fan art, and links to Wikipedia synopses of all the Flophouse films, so you can play along at home. If you're looking for more Flophouse stuff, check out our Facebook page, where you can discuss the show with other fans, or subscribe to our Twitter feed at the Pod. Your support helps us build an audience, so if you like the show, why not vote for us at Podcast Alley or subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're there, take a moment to write a review. Links for everything can be found on the webpage. Lastly, we love hearing from you, so if you have thoughts, feedback, or suggestions, let us know at Podcast at gmail.com. Now back to the show. There's a couple of a uh, couple of letters here. Letters, we get letters. Um, they're not letters. <laughs> uh, this one is in regard to, um, I believe, the uh, which one was it? the which one. I don't. I don't
1: know, man. You're the one with the letter. Hold on. Which we don't read these ahead of time.
0: Before killers, what did we do? Oh, was that, that wasn't Airbender, was it? Maybe yeah. it was. I think this is in response to the Airbender episode. Uh um, is M. Night Shyamalan again. Uh, Shalaminom. Which, which included the – said mead things about him that one time, and yeah. I think he's about running his kids M. Night Syrenom. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, uh, I believe, in regard to that podcast, which uh, was a, a one of our crazier. And he's uh, – Mark, last name withheld, says – Love this one, guys. There have been times I've wanted to send email on many occasions, but the rambling and side convos were great. <laughs> I know others probably hate it, but the nutty mind of your friend Mark loved every second.
1: Great. I don't remember what we did. Um, I think we were all high on life. I think that, that, that,
0: I mean, that was the one that involved a long uh, side conversation about uh, Bryce Dallas Howard uh-huh. uh, nude in the Manila Bay Casino. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 that didn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, but this, this, this brings up a good point because um, I think we enjoy the craziness, the digressions. There's some out there. I've heard from some people who wish we would stay more really? on target. To me, I've always thought of this as a... Uh, well,
1: we just talked about devil for a half hour or yeah. so.
0: <laughs> I've always thought of, I've thought of this as a podcast that's mainly about uh, stupid comedy, and we watch a movie to give us an excuse to talk about something. Um I think, so, the people, I that think can, people can weigh in on this maybe this yeah. question. Send in, so, in so. your
2: letters I think, letters. Let I think us the know people that think. complain about our silly moments Are the same sort of people who Need an entire hour and a half of a movie To be convinced that like, all they need Is a little bit of laughter to make their life better <laughs> <laughs> like, like a magical fairy Has to show up and make that person enjoy life Because mm-hmm. they're too busy It's quite being, a leap
1: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> So you're saying, like, a a working man who doesn't leave enough time for his family. Yep, right. You know, he's just got to be silly for once, not care what his neighbors think. But
0: it's really tough for him to get over that. Like, he can't, he, he should not care about his high powered job that's providing for him. And for the wellness of his uh, loved ones, sure. And maybe, sure, and maybe a the legacy. people
2: involved in his in well, his should. organization, yeah. like maybe because he's so good at his job, he's helping these
0: people pay their bills. Yeah. He'd make sure to go to his child's uh, recital instead. But, but it's like really tough with that. his schedule. Yeah,
2: or like help out at their ball game, mm-hmm. or go to Neverland and fight Captain Hook. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was a different.
1: Oh shit. That's the same, or was it? That's the that's the movie Just keep where that. <laughs> that's the movie where children are taught that if you have enough imagination, you don't need real food. <laughs> you can imagine food, and you won't die of starvation. Yeah. Terrible lesson. Thank you, Spielberg. What have you done for us lately? Um, what has he done lately?
0: I don't know. What was his last movie? What happened to that kid who played Rufio? His last. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this one's. Uh, this is, there's only two letters. They're both very brief. This one's from Jen, last name withheld, who has been uh, with us from the beginning. A big fan. Thanks. I uh, hope this is not the guys. letter
1: telling us I've had enough and I'm leaving. No, no. bang But it is saying... <coughs> what?
2: <for> what... <laughs> Another hook reference. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jen is saying, uh, for what it's worth, my favorite Ninja Turtle was Leonardo. Boo. He's noble and stuff, and he wears blue, which is the best color. So, Dan, That's true. tell everyone to lay off. So, lay off, guys. That's what I say.
1: I don't know. I like blue, Finn's but is loyal. blue the best color? Purple, Donatello is the color of royalty. Uh-huh. Sure. Red for Raphael is the color of passion. Yeah. And orange for Michelangelo is the color of pizza. So is I it, don't know.
0: Is it the color of pizza? Blue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> blue is only the best color of pupils, of eyeballs. Ah, ah racist. Wow, that is racial, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, oh, sorry. Orange is the color of night. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh orange so those are, I didn't the, say the, banana again the, Jen uh. you have my uh you have my uh permission to stop listening now <laughs> okay. So thanks for the letters guys uh Thanks send more letters keep them pouring in And f- right at in on the, the gr-
0: Flop podcast at gmail.com The
1: Flophouse podcast at gmail.com
0: or the Flophouse House Cat. No. At no. Dot flop. no. Dot meow.
2: <laughs> if you want to write to the Flophouse House Cat,
0: the non existent character that's yours. Exi- <laughs> not existent. He exists in the, the your, hearts of fucking children
2: everywhere, dude. You can
1: also
0: send those. Non existent, you asshole. You can send those as well to the Flophouse where's, podcast. Where's the, the Flophouse House
1: Cat been on this <laughs> He's show? so tired.
0: He's <laughs> been working like a dog.
2: One of us has got to pay the bills, but I'm not doing it. Yeah.
1: Uh, what's, uh, and weigh in on the great silly tangents or not silly tangents debate. Do you like to hear more about the movies, or do you like to hear us say crazy things about Teddy Grams and The Porthole of Time? <laughs> yep. Chopin Goatables. <laughs> and Chopin Um. So, guys. Classics. Classics all. <laughs> let's, the uh, Pantheon.
0: Let's move on to okay, what's next. Uh, recommendations. Movies that you uh, may have seen recently, but not if you haven't. Can we recommend had time. movies
1: we haven't seen? Yes. Uh, I in which case, I'd like to recommend. That, it's but... called Rocket Crocodile in the World of Tomorrow. <laughs> okay. It's a movie that doesn't exist, and I'm making it up as I go along. <laughs> it involves a crocodile astronaut. He accidentally falls through a time machine warp and becomes a rock star in the world of the future, which also has dinosaurs.
0: Hmm. I don't know how I'm going to link to that on the website. Oh, yeah. Usually I link to And Gina IMDb. Gershon is
1: nude in like every scene.
0: Okay. Sure. So every, like any Gina Gershon
1: role. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. Uh, also, Carla Gugino is nude in every scene. Like half of her role. <laughs> um, Rocky Crocodile is fully clothed.
2: Do they have speaking roles or are they just naked in the background?
1: I mean there's a little bit of that. Okay. There's a little bit of speaking, you know.
0: Okay. Yeah, just to make it not exploitative.
2: And to set up the nudity, like, oh, man, it's so hot in here. I'm going
1: to take a shower now, but I'll just stand around first. Or,
2: who put all these ants in my clothing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would love they to just, see that. Excuse. So, Rocket Crocodile. They run I into haven't seen it yet,
2: but you know, keep your eyes peeled. at The cinema. I'm uh, giving it
1: five out of
2: five amazings. So go to Netflix. There's a lot of put, scenes. Save. Go to uh, put
1: save,
0: and so that it goes <laughs> in, in, in your queue. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever movie comes up
1: on the autofill, <laughs> just that's, closest take it. That. <laughs> that's closest, to Rocket Crocodile in the world of tomorrow. Probably is Doll Man soundtrack by the by uh, Talking Heads. They got back together to do the soundtrack. Wow, sure. And Danzig,
0: you got them together. That's Glenn
1: nice. Danzig and David Byrne finally working together.
0: I'm well. I'm I'm amazed that Rocket Crocodile <laughs> uh, solved the Byrne Weymouth rift that has kept uh, Talking Heads from reunifying. Oh yeah. Well, it's the world of tomorrow. Oh. All right. Well, that's your that's your recommendation, Elliot. He uh, has
1: to he has to stop the clothing bandit who's stealing clothing but... from all the beautiful women in the world. I don't
2: think <laughs> I've seen this movie <laughs> in my dreams. You're thinking of The Devil
0: Wears Nada. Oh okay which you should also watch instead of Devil
2: <laughs> I thought I was thinking of The Invisible Maniac again no, it's- <laughs>
1: You have like three movies that you recommend in rotation
2: <laughs> I don't know if you've, I've mentioned this before But he kills a guy with a submarine sandwich
1: <laughs> You mentioned it many times Stuart, do you have an actual recommendation? or should
2: I, I, I do have a recommendation okay. this, this time, dude It's called Castle Freak uh, It's a little movie called Centurion
1: oh.
2: directed, It's uh, Neil Marshall's uh, dr- uh, follow-up to the much-maligned Doomsday Which I enjoy uh in Centurion you have a group of roman soldiers uh centurions if you will uh up up in north of britain and they end up uh you know fight, like they get caught behind enemy lines and they have to make their way back to rome uh you know roman territory mm-hmm. while a bunch, of, a bunch of picts are yeah active. hunted by a bunch of picts so it's like a remake of the warriors a lot like the warriors but instead of gangs you have pictish tribesmen ah and the the main reason i want to recommend it is cuz having recently watched the expendables which had a ton of bad cgi gore centurion clearly had a much smaller budget they managed to fill that movie beginning to end with like chopped off limbs smashed in faces all kinds of gore and it gore. never it never looks super <laughs> fake like it never Leslie Gore. They're much better at hiding any of the CGI that they use to make some dudes' arm get whacked off. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> I saw I saw the realization on <laughs> your face of the phrase you had used.
2: <laughs> so uh, Centurion, if you want to watch a bunch of dudes uh, get get
0: their arms whacked off, yeah, uh, yeah it's on so awesome. net Netflix. Watch instantly.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put the, go. So drag it into your queue. No, hit not, the watch I don't think that's button. How.
0: Okay,
1: so that's uh, an
2: actual recommendation, and it's not one of my uh, go-tos, like Castle I,
1: Freak or Invisible Man. Did I mention that Rocket Crocodile Sidekick is a wisecracking zebra? No.
2: Is it animated or a guy in
1: a zebra now, suit? It's a guy in a zebra suit, but the mouth is
2: animated. Is the
0: zebra afraid <laughs> the Rocket Crocodile is going to eat him or her? No, no, he's wisecracking. He's oh, you know, okay.
1: like he's cynical. He's seen it all. Okay. Um, and he's a girl. Okay, like, so an, it's a like a like
2: an Eddie Murphy type. Exactly. Yeah. You okay. know, like Osmosis. It's like Jones.
1: a bromance
0: but with girls.
1: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I, uh, a gromance.
0: So I saw a couple movies that I liked recently. I saw Exit Through the Gift Shop, which I referenced earlier uh in one of our popular uh flophouse lists <laughs> earlier in the program. I call them free associatins. <laughs> yeah. And uh I call it wasting time. <laughs> I don't I don't have a lot to say about the movie because I feel like it's it's been said. It's uh it's a movie that's shown up on a lot of, uh, best of best of the year lists. So it doesn't need me throwing my limited weight behind it. But it's also on watch instantly. So you should watch that. It's very enjoyable. And uh, and where should you exit? Through the Gip Show. Oh, okay. And I watched uh, The Square, the Australian thriller that a lot of people compared to Blood Simple. And it's not as good as Blood Simple, but it shares with Blood Simple... The kind of like noir thriller, something that should be a very simple plan, uh goes. Like a super plan. Yes. It goes wrong early and often. And, a single uh, man? Yeah. Yeah. A solitary man. <laughs> a man
1: for all seasons. <sighs>
0: Leslie Man. So I'm, I'm not gonna keep this up.
2: Okay. <laughs> man <Mandingo. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So, uh...
1: A man, that? a man. The character who's in the background of the Java, the Hutt scenes in front of the Jedi. <laughs> Ram Man? <laughs> Ram Man. So, while we keep this going, I'm just going to sign off. No, no, I got a recommendation to make. A real one? Sure. <laughs> well, okay. it's like... It's called Rocket Crocodile. It's called Rocket Crocodile Goes to the Past. <laughs> he has to go to the 50s. Rocket to the past. Rocket, no. Rocket Crocodile has to go to the 50s to get his parents together. Because uh-huh. otherwise he won't be born. write rocket around the clock. <laughs> <laughs> um... The, I wanted to recommend a, uh, a very weird Swedish movie called You the Living, uh, which is – it's kind of a semi-sequel to a movie called uh, – was it Songs from the Second Floor? Mm-hmm. And it's like – and it's kind of dozens of these very short scenes uh, that are alternately kind of funny or just kind of off or don't make any sense at all of interconnected people in – Different types of situations. It's <clears> a little hard to describe, but it's very. Uh, I liked it a lot, and it's shot in a way that is like um, stylized without feeling very stylized. It just kind of feels unreal the whole time. And there's a sequence on a house that seems to also be a train that I find particularly beautiful. But uh, it was this very. It's this very good kind of baffling comedy drama, deadpan comedy drama of Swedes being unhappy. So it's, it's, it's exactly like uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo Exactly, Yeah, if you like The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, you'll love <laughs> the deadpan philosophizing of you, the living. All
0: right.
1: Also, if you like Dixieland music. There's a fair amount of Dixieland jazz in the movie, so. So, uh, guys, is that a euphemism? It's a euphemism for a style of jazz music okay. from the South. Uh, I think we should sign off.
0: Probably a good idea for the devil decides to murder us. Oh, no. One.
1: Which one of us is the devil? Stuart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. I'm guessing Stuart. Because uh, not- you committed a hit and run. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And uh, that's what sparked off your racism. <laughs> yes. And you are, I don't know. Dan's a counterfeiter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. That's so pretty could, cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but – that doesn't mean he needs to get killed, right? I mean, it's just counterfeiting money. Well,
1: his counterfeiting I led to... I use blood
0: as the ink in my... <laughs> it's, oh, it's oh, and he's a
1: delicatessen a, type thing. And he's yeah. a cannibal. Did I mention that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did talk about eating that uh, fried... Uh, he's scarier. a cannibal?
2: Yeah, all right. What did you say? A cannibal? He's a cantaloupe.
0: <laughs> With a baby inside. <laughs> anyway, for the Flophouse, I've been Dan McCoy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the oh, house Flophouse house cat! House cat.
0: Yeah, it's,
2: and uh, me too, Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Good night, everyone. Worst one ever. <laughs> and I found out that the kid who plays his son has a mild
1: case of cerebral palsy <laughs> and has to play it up for the show. He's Oh, so he's minstrel is what you're saying. They hit him in the head a couple times <laughs> to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, kid. It's the part of a lifetime. It's a show on AMC. <laughs> you liked that conman bank robber show they did with Robert Vaughn, right? What was the name of that show? Hustle. That was a,
0: Hustle. That was like a British uh, import. Ah,
1: uh, like Kelly Brook. Yes. Yep. <laughs>
0: Charming Kelly Brook. Charming. I mean, attractive. <laughs> she so, was. Uh, uh, she was married to Billy Zane for a while. Yeah. It was yep. Weird.
1: Oh, he's a real cool dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got that bullet-headed masculinity. And he knew. And, and he knows loved. how to
1: slam evil.